Nothing important, Matt Reyes. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yo. You're. In the background, you may be hearing the intro for one of many videos from um, a guy named Mark Waynes. Mark Waynes is, is the greatest. He's like a food, a foodie vlogger. Very popular genre on YouTube. People go to many different types of establishments and they eat on camera. And they give their, their hot take on how the food tastes. And we're human beings and we eat an endless amount of food throughout the, uh, the longevity of our lifetimes. We just have to keep on eating. We have to keep on fucking eating. Keep on fucking eating. I wish I was a plant. I wish photosynthesis worked and I didn't have to worry about what the fuck I'm going to eat. Continually getting hungry, continually having to feed myself, continually trying to diet, make sure I lose the weight, and then I have all this fucking emotional distress distress while I'm trying to lose weight because my body's addicted to food because I eat it three times a motherfucking day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big motherfucking problem, but <clears throat> I have some regrets, man. I got some regrets. I should I should have been a food vlogger. That's what I should have done. I still have the chance to do that. Very popular. Millions and millions of views to eat on camera. Um, and I'm a consumer of that type of content as well. It's just like, it's perfect. The concept of it. You sitting in front of a camera, traveling to wherever the fuck, and just chewing on screen. And you know what I mean? Like eventually one of those meals somebody's going to fucking want. They're going to watch it. You're going to get rich. It's incredible. You know what I, I actually find interesting? Mukbangs. Mukbang? Is like an I'm I'm being racist here. I think it's a whole bunch of different types of people that do this, but it's from what I understand the category, the the niche mukbang is like small Asian women that you don't think because of their physique would have a crazy fucking appetite, and then they just have a sprawling, you know, it's like an entire menu from the most disgusting restaurant on the planet. <laughs> Like live octopus and fucking prawns and chili sauce and all this shit that no no human being logically would put inside their stomach without cooking it for hours. And they just sit there and they eat that shit. There's some weird mukbangs out there. Um, and 20 million views. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Why the fuck not? Everybody's worried about artificial intelligence. That is something that won't be replaced, ladies and gentlemen. That's something to consider. What job can you start preparing for? There's a guy, the, the great Patrice O'Neill, one of my favorite comedians of all time. Everybody's favorite comedian of all time. You know what I'm saying? This guy was just like, he was prolific. And he had this special where he talked about things that he didn't take serious when he was young. And in the special, he was like 40 years old or something like that. And... He's looking back like, fuck, I was a dickhead. I wasn't looking at the way that the world was going. So he would be like, you know, making fun of kids that went to computer class. Like, nigga, you typing? You typing, nigga? That's gay. And 20 years later, now he got to type with two fingers. It's fucking hilarious. Look it up. I think about that, like with artificial in intelligence, it's just like, you know, it's slowly becoming more and more and more and more and more popular. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. What jobs can you get that will survive AI taking over? Nothing clerical. Nothing. Office jobs are going to be replaced. Vehicles are going to be automated. There's going to be robots to take care of your children. All these things, all these categories, you got you to X them out. You, don't, you, you, know, you can't 
You can't count on those anymore. It happens, though. This happens. If you look at history, there are always jobs and careers for whatever span of time. It could last a couple generations. It could last more than a couple generations that are always like tried and true crafts that you could invest your time in educating yourself so that when you become an adult, this is some way that you can provide for yourself and your family in the future. And now that artificial intelligence is coming out, like what jobs are safe? I think for the time being, sex workers, they're still okay. For the time being, I think I, I really do <laughs> I really do see a future where robots are gonna get really good at giving blowjobs. I really fucking see that future. I really see that future. I had to pause the motherfucker recording, but I'm back in another motherfucking room because I got a baby. I got an excuse. I got a baby. What we were talking about, I was talking about robots sucking dick. Dick sucking robots. I think it's possible, ladies and gentlemen. I actually even think greater than possible. I think it's in the works. I, <laughs> I like to make inferences. <laughs> and when I look up any content online that is Far East and Asia, they, they're, they're doing the same shit. Like we got in America, we got like... Uh, Boston McCann, Boston Robots or whatever the fuck the name of that company is where they got those robots dancing to hip hop songs and doing like cartwheels and shit like that. Look up similar content, but taking place in Asia. They're, you know, it's a little bit different. <laughs> I feel like they're a couple steps away from robots sucking dick. And I think the dick sucking is going to be like, I, I think they're going to have robots that can really suck a dick. Like I really <laughs> like they suck your dick and then after you nut, the robot will clean it up. It'll fucking throw some suds on your cock, and it's just going to be incredible. And um, But for the time being, I do think sex workers are going to be safe. Um, thinking about that, I don't think anybody can forecast. When you look to the future, you can't really... I was just, I was just reading this on Twitter. There's a quote um, about connecting the dots going forward. It's impossible. You can only connect them backwards. So you just have to lead with faith I think that's a lot of lives, regardless of what time frame we're looking at. You know, people who were born in the 1920s and they were 40 years old in the 1960s. Think about that. Think about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's a completely different planet. They could not have seen what was, was to come. Everybody outside fucking naked doing psychotropics and you know, babies in a great lawn, the parents ain't caring about them. Everybody got a fucking heroin needle in their arm, listening to rock and roll music. Nobody could have foresaw that in the 1920s where poor people were wearing three-piece suits. You, you can't plan for that shit. You have no idea what the future is actually going to be. So I say, like, prepping for artificial intelligence to take over, but you, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I just, I, I hope, I hope that the only... That it's not going to be, you know, so prevalent in the workplace, in the workspace, in different industries that human beings will just be reduced to like YouTube videos of eating shit. You know, things that robots can't really replicate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I hope society doesn't make that turn. Like, it would be beautiful from the sense of like. We would get to explore freedoms and not have to work as much. And maybe there would be um, help for the homeless finally. There would be more resources and the robots would just like expedite all the things that take too much time and money for society to be, you know, somewhat more equal for everybody considered. The poor people, the lazy guy and the person, who, you know, who's shit out of luck. Just 
a greater society because of robots and artificial intelligence, but then what freedom will we have to explore other than jerking off in front of a fucking camera? Like, <laughs> what else will we get fucking paid for? What else could we fucking do? And then you think about that as well, like content creators. I feel like art, one of the necessary ingredients in art is a sense of angst, is a sense of not necessarily pain or suffering. I think a lot of artists draw from that, but I I would say definitely hardship, difficulty, pressure. And from that comes, it's almost like a defense mechanism. You know, artists are, are not really trying to be true artists are not trying to be what they are they just are what they are and their defense mechanism to cope or to be able to survive is expressing whatever art they're involved with and if artificial intelligence is just like so mixed up in our fucking society what would people have left to do but jerk off on a fucking camera you know what i mean and i gotta say this ladies and gentlemen can we start considering pornography art because not all of it is good i got some judgments you know i'm, I'm on like a uh a super cleanse right now. I'm on a super cleanse, trying to eat better, not drinking any alcohol, no cigarettes, working out. I've I've been working out for a long time, but um, just trying to like really like laser focus in on getting myself to another level physically, you know. And um, with that comes I, I'm not stroking my dick. I'm not stroking my dick, and I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've been honest with you so fucking far. Why not just be myself? It's getting to me. <laughs> it is fucking getting to me. They say, you know, sometimes you think you're holding on to something. And the second you let go, you realize that thing was fucking holding on to you. And yes, that's what that is with pornography. And a lot of people won't understand. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people do fucking understand. It's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's such an incredible, beautiful thing. <laughs> but we've been programmed to think it's evil. And I would even say, if we were not programmed to believe porn was evil, if we didn't live in a Christian nation where they told us touching your wee-wee is a sin and watching people have consensual sex on video for your pleasure is wrong, if we didn't live in that type of society where that was baked into the consensus subconscious, I don't think porn would hit as, as hard. I don't think it would be as fucking good. <laughs> I think it's something about the taboo. I think it is. Um, that's where we're headed though. That's where we're headed. You know, AI takes over. People are going to get very bored. They're going to have a lot of time on their hands. Time on their hands means your dick on your hand. That's what the fuck that means. Ladies and gentlemen, time on your fucking hands means your dick on your fucking hand and your seed, the seed of life, life force, literal life force in the image of mayonnaise just sprawled across your fucking ground. You know what I mean? Wasted. I should, you know, because I, I am trying to do this in my life. I really want to connect everything that I do to something productive. That is like a, a, it's an ambition of mine. It's not for money. It is not for, it's not for self. It's more like something I'm trying to, a character trait I'm trying to develop to be able to produce more than I consume, which ladies and gentlemen, I'm not there yet. I consume way more than I fucking produce. I consume way more than I fucking produce. I think that's the majority of Americans. But my intention, my my ambition is I want to get to a place where I'm producing more than I consume. 
And so I think like an easy fix for that is like anything that I do, try to tie it into some production, you know? So if I do start jerking off again, which I'm pretty fucking sure odds are in favor of me putting my hand on my cock and going, fuck it. If that does happen <laughs> in the near future, I will uh, donate some sperm. I don't know if my girl's hearing me right now, but I'm going to do it. Um, wouldn't that be a fucking trip? You just like donate sperm for like three years of your life thinking you're doing something good and you just start noticing 20 years later people that look like you? That would be fucking... That would be kind of nice, man. You know, I know I already know I got strong genetics. I already know my daughter looks just fucking like me. My girl looks nothing like me. Oh, the baby upstairs is crying now. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm literally in the most cushy, uh, safe, uh, well-kept, insane asylum. <laughs> I live with a two-year-old. There's a one-and-a-half-year-old upstairs. You know, it's, it's fucking, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and this is where you realize the things that you let go were just holding on to you. Because it's like every fucking 20 minutes, I just want to... And um, I'm not doing it. I won't do it. I won't. I won't do it. Um, why, though? Why do people do this shit? Why do people better themselves? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the fuck is the point of a diet... What the fuck is the point of putting the porn down? I try to think of it to myself like, you know, you know what I'll do as an experiment the next time? I think it's like people wanting to come closer to their center or understand themselves. And I've been getting into meditation and trying to be introspective and work on my shadow side. All this bullshit you fucking find online, right? And I get deep into it and I consider everything. I don't believe everything. But I have this trait that I think is positive, personally where I can jump into the deep end of a lot of different types of pools and drown myself for a long time and then come out and say, maybe that's not for me. You know, I'm not married to any of my fucking ideas. Um, and this is like something like this. Like, I want to I really see how I feel, how I think, how I operate, how I relate to people. Can I suppress that animal that's inside of me? You know what I mean? <laughs> can I turn off... That side of me that just wants to fucking gang is con the world. I just want to spread my fucking DNA across the globe. You know, that's just, it's just inside of me. I'm just being honest about who I am as a human being. And I think about that. I think the next time I do jerk off, I'm going to couple that with something spiritual. Like I'm going to fucking, <laughs> I'm going to try to astro project out of my body before I fucking nut and then watch myself. And maybe that'll cure me from wanting to beat my meat, seeing me pathetically jerking off in front of a fucking flat screen. Maybe that would stop it. Maybe. Um. Oh. <laughs> to see myself, I felt bad, you know, because I stroked it in front of my girl, you know, but just thinking about like any sexual partner I've had, um, seeing me fucking jerk off has to be disgusting. That has to be fucking gross. <laughs> I can't imagine at all that that is attractive at all, you know, because I don't do it. You know, I don't think anybody does it for like a it, jerking off is so much different than sex. Sex, you have to be conscious that there's another individual there. And that's why jerking off is so freeing and beautiful because you don't have to interact with another fucking human being. Like as you get old, you get sick of people. You get sick of fucking people. I get sick of people. I get sick of people. I dream about. Not in a sexual way, 
but just meeting people who are interesting and like-minded and you just get older and I guess your ideas are just, you know, get more unique. And I just, it's like, ah, I get sick of people. And it's like, that's what porn provides. Like you get all of that without the person to person thing, you know, you get all of it. You get that, huh? Ah, 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 ah. Um, <laughs> it's horrible. It's like you know that it is. It is symbolic to life, though. It's like it's disgusting, but it's also like like eating is disgusting. I was just talking about one of the greatest niche categories on YouTube: people going on camera and eat. That's disgusting. Who the fuck wants to see another human being eat? But we all tune in. And we all have to eat. We all have to like mash up different fucking dead animals and plants in our mouth until they're mush and swallow it. And it goes into acids in our fucking stomach. And then we shit it out. And we call the shit nasty. But the whole thing is disgusting. The whole thing is fucking disgusting. Going back to plants, they have such a beautiful way to get nutrients. It rains. They stand still and they say thank you. And then the sun shines and they fucking flap their leaves around. And they eat that way beautiful human beings it's like it's fucking gross i wonder about heaven sometimes you know (laughs) i think if i go to heaven and people are eating and uh your sexual organs are still intact i'm like send me to fucking hell send me to hell i want to starve um no but how like great would life be if you had no sexual urge and you didn't have to eat. I know I'm isolating the viewers here. I know I'm isolating people. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Sex is amazing. What the fuck are you talking about? Food is amazing. But like, is it? I think we make it amazing. You know, the best foods are from like cultures that struggle. I think that says something. When people are doing okay, you know what I'm saying? The English raped the fucking globe and their food is just like boiled eggs and unseasoned pork and you know what i'm saying like it's disgusting fucking shit that they you know i think about that i'm like the 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 cultures that struggle they make the food so wonderfully and that's what culture so it's like is is it is it actually good what's good for you tastes like fucking dick it's bad kale kale is so good for you kale is so good for you sea moss go fucking you know, make a Seymour shake and try to do... It's like fucking mucus. It's disgusting. It has all the nutrients you fucking need. All the minerals you fucking need in your body. It will make you a superhuman. Go try to consume that shit. I don't think it's good. I think we make it good. You know? Is this pessimistic? Is this turning anybody off? No, I, I really would love that. I would love not to experience ab- abstinence for a long period of time. Or to, like, diet extremely and only eat... With the understanding logically of like, you know, ingesting the right amount of calories for me to, for the machine that is my body to operate well. I'm not talking about that. I wish I could, you know, just exist without sexual urge or the need to eat for an extended period of time and see what life would be like. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be freeing. I think it would fucking be freeing and you would fucking elevate intellectually just immediately. Because you're not distracted by that that thing we have to do every fucking day. Every day you got to think about it. Like, you know, especially men. I got a fucking dick. I want the sperm to come out the dick and I have to fight myself as a 30-year-old man 
the, the sperm can't come out of your dick today. The sperm can't come out of your dick today. <laughs> I have to tell myself this in fucking internally. And then when I, I listen to myself, which is wise, I get bad feelings. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, if anybody out there is like, oh, you're just fucking unhealthy. You got to spend time. You're full of shit. You're full of fucking shit. You want your dick to go boom, boom. Ladies want to come. Everybody wants to eat shitty food. Stop lying. Maybe you've disciplined yourself, but I'm just talking about that, that thing that we can't get rid of. It's a little monster on the inside, man. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know, man. I wonder about like, maybe it's like with monks and shit like that. I'll be watching that too. I watch like uh, videos with like enlightened monks. Because I don't want to be like, I don't want to be arrogant about spirituality. If I want to be spiritual and learn how to meditate and do that shit, I can't just take it from like the American version or like the Caribbean take on it. I want to like ingest different cultures. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I can't just blindly believe the people that look like me or write about it. <laughs> I can't blindly believe the people that are in the same nation as me or write about it. I got to like consider other, so I watch the monks, you know what I'm saying? And they, 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 they seem like they know what the fuck they talking about, but they don't bust no, huh? there's no, huh? and that's wild to me. Like, <laughs> Maybe they never have. I think that's kind of the deal there. And so I guess that means like if you never had it, you don't know what you, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what you're missing if you never had it type of shit, I guess. But I just can't believe that that a discipline could, a cultural discipline could keep somebody from just even mistakenly busting the fucking nuts. You know what I'm saying? These niggas must have had a wet dream. Something must have happened. Something must have fucking happened. Now they, that's like a demon in their past. It's a trauma. And they fucking had a dream. And um, is that why the Catholic Church touched boys so much? Um, no, uh, uh, that might be what it is, man. You repress sexuality and perversion comes out, right? I can use the French as an example because they they let their kids drink wine, and uh, if a movie comes on and there's titties on the screen, they don't say "Look away, Jean Pierre." They let them fucking look at the nipples because they're titties. Everybody, every woman has them. You know, men got them now. So who, fuck, who fucking cares, right? That's how the French think. The French are also losing their goddamn mind because <laughs> they don't like the work. You got to respect that, man. That's some gangster shit. If, any, if nobody knows what I'm talking about, I'll look it up. But just from my understanding, I haven't really looked into it too much. But in France, the government is trying to raise the retirement age, I want to say two years and they went fucking riding. They went burning, pillaging. They went fucking crazy. They went crazy. I got interrupted. I got interrupted. Who the fuck is, right? Um, I'm in the other room now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just like fucking... This is just a, a game of roulette. No Russians. Let's see this. I want to Google this to see what the fuck is happening in France. I think I gave you guys a, a good enough synopsis, but why not corroborate my understanding with some text from the Google France riots 2023. Um, let's see. Who do I trust? I trust nobody. Let's see Vox. I like Vox. All right, what Republicans should learn from French protest over pension cuts? God damn it. 
I don't want to hear like somebody's fucking political take. Just tell me what happened. The Guardian. Do I like The Guardian? Uh, Bordeaux City Hall set on fire amid nationwide protests against French pension changes. Okay, so it's changes in the pension. Largely peaceful protests are marred by outbreaks of violence as union claims 3.5 million turned out of, uh, while authorities put number at just over 1 million. So the union is saying 3.5 million. The authorities are saying 1 million people turned out. The pictures are showing fire. They said it was largely peaceful. There's some contradiction. Let's motherfucking read. Emmanuel Macron felt the force, the full force of French anger on Thursday as protesters gathered across the country to demonstrate their opposition to pension age being raised from 62 years old to 64 years old. God damn it, only two years, but these motherfucking French people, they don't like that. They don't like it. They want to drink their wine. They want to sword fight with French baguettes. They want to uh, have pointy mustaches and long uh, gay looking cigarettes. Union claims 3.5 million people turned out across the country, while other authorities suggested the figure was much lower. This is redundant. In Paris, union leaders claimed that a record 800,000 people took part in a mostly peaceful protest uh, in March throughout the city. Uh, the police gave the figure as 119,000 to demand that the government drop the fiercely contested change. However, the National Day of Action was marred by outbreaks of violence and vandalism. You know what I'm saying? It started off good. They were trying to put pressure on the politicians over there in France, the leadership that was saying, no, nope, we need you to work a little bit motherfucking longer before you get the benefits that are probably going to run out any goddamn way because all the banks are failing in America. I can't imagine that's not happening everywhere. In the southwestern city of Bordeaux, the front door of the city hall was set on fire while in Paris, police and groups of protesters clashed late into the night. In the capital, the official demonstration made up of large cross-sections of French society, young, old, professional, unemployed, set off from Place de la Bastille, Bastille in the early afternoon and made its way to Place de l'Opéra. I can't, I don't have a French accent, nor do I understand how to enunciate these words along the Grand Boulevard, the main east-west road through the northern part of central Paris. Paris. I got beef with Paris. I've never been to Paris. I don't even know a lot of motherfucking French people, but they compare Paris to New York City, and I can't believe that. French Union members carrying flags and banners were flanked by their own stewards to ensure their security. The crowd was dense and angry with the government and president. But the mood was also festive and motivated by a show of solidarity. God damn it. Can you just keep the goddamn story straight? I don't know what was happening. Were they sucking and fucking in the street? Were they drinking? Were pe did people have pride flags out? Or were they stabbing police officers? Were they fucking sword fighting? Whatever the fuck the French do. The atmosphere was soared by a group of young people called smashers dressed in black and wearing masks who had positioned themselves at the head of the march and destroyed bus shelters, advertising, hoardings, shop windows, the front of a McDonald's. God damn it. McDonald's can't afford that, can they? And newspaper kiosks, leaving a trail of glass and piles of burning bins in their wake. They also pulled up cast iron grills around trees and broke up paper. I always get suspicious when it's like a mostly peaceful protest and then people come with masks and uniform in uniform <laughs> and they start fucking shit up like i wonder if it's like the powers that be or like yeah, all right we need to break this shit up start the riot you know i don't know i don't fucking know what's going on in france 
I can tell that by the number of people that came out, regardless if it was peaceful or if it was violent, they don't want to fucking work over there. And why should you want to motherfucking work? What they're not anticipating, nobody has foresight in France. They're too busy fucking on their patio, sucking each other's dicks and eating uh, snails, escargot, to understand that artificial intelligence is going to alleviate this. They're going to be able to retire at 55. They're not going to have to worry about making it to 62 and it changed to 64. Ladies and gentlemen, the end of time is motherfucking here. They don't got to worry, man. Are they not working about working on AI in, in France? Are there no smart people out there? Is everybody fucking, you know what I mean? Fucking off? I don't think so. I think that there's smart people everywhere and everybody's kind of on the same page about what's happening. Um, and we all got to kind of wait for the rollout of this. Uh, kudos to people that believe in something. And I'm one of those people like, fuck that. If you're putting in 20 years and you got a pension and now they're saying you got to retire at 64... You should go the fuck outside and take a long, brisk walk in Paris. You should. Who the fuck are you to tell me that? I, you know what I'm saying? The rules were already in place. And now you're doing this. You know, there's probably some financial, economic reason behind them making that change. I don't think they just wanted to be dickheads. I think that uh, the people who are the, you know, the governors of finance, the people who run the central banks in France have probably been irresponsible. I wouldn't say as irresponsible as the ones in America. I don't know. But I will say that there's probably some reason for them wanting to raise that age for people to start receiving pensions. Uh, maybe it's a house of cards. Maybe there's no money. Maybe they're just, they just want two more years for them to go and make their own. Is there like, I don't, I don't know because I, I know Elon Musk is in America doing what he does. Is there anybody else that's plotting on leaving us all on the fucking planet? Is anybody else... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because that always happens. There's always like, you know, somebody who has like a great idea and they start doing it. And then, you know, as human beings, it's like they see somebody and they want to do the same fucking thing. Is anybody else trying to do that shit? Is there a French Elon Musk? No, I don't think so. You know, but, um, you know, is that what they're trying to do? Are they trying to just buy more time before they fucking leave us? You know, why do I think like this, ladies and gentlemen? Why do I fucking think like this? It's... It, I, it's the same reason that pornography is so helpful to a guy like me, even though I'm not fucking watching it. It's because people, people, you just want to be away from fucking people, man. Me, my hand, my dick, that's enough fucking company. And I could just log on and watch somebody else be intimate. Isn't it fucking incredible? Huh? Um, I wonder about that, though. You know, what if I could just like... What would you do if you really did? Maybe you're in Southern Los Angeles right now. You're Southern California and you're in Los Angeles right now. And you, you do stumble into some lady that has a sign that says she'll read your palm. And you go down some creaky, fucked up staircase, open a door. And there's some lady with a fucking turban on. She's white, but you don't question it. And you sit down and she, you know, she licks her palm, slaps a deck of tarot cards and throws them in your face. And whatever one fucking sticks on your forehead, that's your your future. And she breaks out some dusty fucking... Bowling ball starts rubbing it, you know, and you think things about, you know, you, you, you waiting to ask for the happy ending, but that's not the fucking party you was invited to. She's going to show you your goddamn future. And unbeknownst to you, she actually is a fucking psychic and she shows you your future and you look into that fucking ball and then you see yourself in 25 years and maybe you went to college and you worked really fucking hard and you got your academic credits um, and you were on your way to your dream career. 
But you look into that fucking ball and you see reality smack you in the fucking face. And when the robots take over, all you have left is to hop on a fucking Zoom and jerk off for strangers and hope they give you money on your Patreon. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, Talking about that, you know, the lady that was making tons of fucking money on OnlyFans, she found God. What was her name? Black China. She got her tattoos removed. She got her booty implants taken out. She got her breast implants taken out. And she um, she got baptized. And that's going to wash away all that semen. All the genetic code that's still inside her body. Oh, my God. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm for anybody, you know, coming to a conclusion and making the best choices for themselves. People, there's, there's different personalities on this planet. I think... I don't like to like just believe that everybody that does porn or is a sex worker is suffering. I think some people can deal with that psychologically. People are different human beings. People are different fucking human beings. I think uh, as well, though, we do have to consider that the large increase in you know women going online and sticking rubber tubes up their fucking twat and shitting on guys' chest and getting flued out and you know what I'm saying? Like... Whatever the fuck kinks that they're fulfilling or whatever they're doing online to make money, a large increase of that is due to the cultural uh, glamorization of that type of lifestyle. You know, how much money people can make very fucking quickly uh, over-sexualizing themselves. And, you know, that's a trend. That's not going to last. Things just, you know, they come and they go. Um But I I don't like, you know, that she's doing that, that she's turning back on that life and she wants to feel and experience a different life. I think that's cool. You know, do what you got to fucking do. No judgment there. I don't think people should be defined by their past. I believe that, um, you know, it's like, who's that porn star back in the day that she went and she, that's what I hope she doesn't do. Like if she keeps a low profile, she made her money. She did what she did. She's a grown ass woman. It's her body. She wasn't tricked into doing what she did. She did what she fucking did. And now she's transitioning into a different part of her life. If she starts then going on like podcast and preaching and shit like that and trying to condemn and shame people who jerk off to her, like that's where you fucking lost me. There was that lady, Mia Khalifa, who had the nerve to suck a dick like only a fucking magician could. She was a sword swallower. This girl was incredible. And she made a lot of fucking content in a very short period of time. And... I didn't even know when she started or she stopped because that's how porn works. When you find a porn star, you can start watching 150 fucking videos that you've never seen, not knowing that she was only around for a year and that year was five years ago, right? So I don't know when she, she started. I don't know when she retired, but I remember um, her coming into to view of my fucking consciousness and I was like, oh, she's talented. There's a talented young lady. She's talented. She looks like she's enjoying herself. She's selling it. She's a great actress. I think I'll tune in for free. That's the that's the whole fucking that's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Only thing I'm paying is is to the fucking ground. I'm paying some motherfucking ground, some some lacquer. You know, spit shine. And uh, I also remember seeing her on like YouTube on people's podcasts, and she was just like fucking offended. She's like, people look at me like this and I made the decision because of this. It's like, you don't get the right to be fucking offended. And you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody has a right to move on and do what they want, but then get low key, take the money you made and do what you got to fucking do. Don't go up there and, you know, your soapbox and then talk about, you know, women's rights, you know, or, or misogyny. Like, can a woman preach about 
you know, misogyny if they got the train ran on them for profit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's the type of pornography. It's not like every pornography, every type of porno is the same. But <laughs> the shit she was doing was wild. It was wild, ladies and gentlemen. Does she have the right to do so? I, I guess it's not even about rights. It's just what you can and you can't do nowadays. Nobody fucking, nobody's, nobody gives a fuck about it. It's just what you can get away with. That's the name of the game in 2000 motherfucking 23. It's just what it is, man. It's just what the fuck it is. It's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and maybe it's always been like that. And I'm naive. Maybe I'm not. But uh, Black China, you know, best of luck to her going forward. Go live your life. Who cares? You did what you did. Go live your motherfucking life. Only God could judge you, right? Don't go and then fucking preach, you know? And to whoever went in Los Angeles and, and took my advice and they see in 20 years they're going to be jerking off on a, a 20 party Zoom meeting uh, to make their mortgage, don't feel too fucking bad about it. Times change, man. Times change. You might be a hero in 20 years. Who fucking knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody fucking, nobody knows. It might, you know what I'm saying? My AI as well, it's, it's giving me Bitcoin vibes. <laughs> Artificial intelligence, it does have a lot more merit in terms of intrinsic value. That's a word that was not used. Or it was never really fucking explained when you talked about crypto. Intrinsic value. What what actual value is this providing? You know, crypto is very speculative and creative and cool. Um, maybe it'll make a comeback. I like to think it'll make some type of comeback. I don't know in what form. Uh, but AI gives me those fucking speculative vibes. Where it's like everybody's like obsessively talking about artificial intelligence. What if it's just not that big of a fucking deal? It makes me... Once again, I get... Two immediate uh, binary thoughts. The first of which is that it's just hype and we continually do this as a human race. Something comes out and we're all like, this is going to be this and this is going to be that. And it's just not what we fucking expect. Maybe it is going to be extremely important and integrated in everybody's life. Uh, but maybe it's not going to be the horror story. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't fucking know, right? Or maybe it is already out of control and... The people that are in power are trying to like communicate in a way that the AI doesn't eliminate them. <laughs> They're trying to, be, trying to be sly to the public. Like maybe this is concerning that we won't be able to do math and it, it's just already enslaved humanity and we just don't even know it yet. Possibly. Big, uh, great remedy for all of this, ladies and gentlemen. It works every motherfucking time. Go take a shit, shave, take a shower. And go take a walk. And then it's just like, huh? It's all gone. All the problems are gone. All your problems are gone. Just remember that. Don't worry. In 20 years, you will be jerking off onto a webcam. And you will be paid handsomely for it. But guess what? You don't have to worry because you can go take a shit. You can take a shower. You can shave. Go take a walk. And it's not going to be a big deal. Right? It's not going to be a big deal. Right? Are we going to war? Ah. Um... I refuse to, to, to educate myself on what's going on in foreign policy. I see a whole bunch of countries are holding hands and singing, and I don't see America a part of that. And that make, gives me the itchies. Gives me the itchies. So I haven't really read into it. I've said it before, ladies and gentlemen, my fear is not war. We've gone to war. This is a part of uh, life. I understand. You know, I'm a peace and love guy, but I get it. Shit gets shaken. 
You got to shake back. I get it. The The thing that gets me itchy is just that um, I feel like I have a pretty decent scope on the average American in 2023. And emotional stability is the least of our, our fucking <laughs> strengths. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that we'd be able to, I just saw that on, on fucking Twitter. I was watching this, uh, it was like a, a, a video of, I guess it was China. And they were like, it's all these five-year-old kids that were getting trained in martial arts. And they were just torturing these fucking children. <laughs> it was child abuse. One old motherfucking one. And it was just, the kids were crying while they were doing these stretches. They had the kid... He looked like the fucking exorcist. They had him holding his feet. He was basically tied around a tree where his back was against the tree and they were stretching him in a fucking circle and he was with his hands holding his ankles around the fucking tree trunk and he's crying in the fucking video. And this is just part of, it's a regular day. Another day in the motherfucking office for a five-year-old kid in, in rural China trying to learn martial arts for God knows what fucking reason. I hope it's not to kill us. I hope it's not to kill us. Because our kids are not learning that. I can tell you I have a two-year-old. She is not going through those fucking traumas. My two-year-old is uh, doing a lot of, oops, sorry, Ali, you know you weren't supposed to do that temper tantrum. You know what I'm saying? Very different upbringing than what's going on in Asia. And um, in America, I think we've been coddled for a long motherfucking time. So I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. I might do some reading up on it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to be negative about it. I'm not going to be negative about it. I think it might be a good time for people who have different political ideas, ideals, you, you belong to one party, you belong to another, to start maybe holding a little hands, maybe working together a bit, maybe, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what's going on, I don't know what's really going on, just a guy on the motherfucking ground level, the way it looks, it looks kind of scary, maybe America act like Americans, <laughs> maybe, and then we could get back when we're safe and we're free. And when we don't have any uh, threats abroad, then we can get back to hating each other. You know, maybe, maybe. Uh, do you think if artificial intelligence took over and enslaved the human race, there would be war anymore? That's a benefit, right? It might be what we don't know we need. It might be what we don't know we need. Is that, is that what's happening? Do we need Big Brother? And the only way we could actually live in a somewhat utopian society is if Big Brother wasn't a brother, it was a fucking iRobot. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Is that what we need? I don't know. I don't know. If anybody thinks I really care about this shit a lot, understand I do, but then again, I don't. I just want something to fucking talk about. <laughs> I just want something to talk about. Um, but I do find it interesting, man. I do find it fucking interesting. I do find it interesting. I wonder if we mature as a society where we make a world holiday, detox day. And all, it, it, it doesn't sound practical or logical, but just hear me out conceptually. It would be a day to observe a disconnect from technology. No, I'm not talking about being fucking Amish. I'm saying maybe on this day, the internet takes a break. Everybody's phone gets blocked. 
and they got to fucking talk to one another. Maybe that, <laughs> maybe, I feel like that could fucking, you know, leaps and bounds heal a lot of what goes on in society. I think there's a lot of people that get fucking charged up on their iPhone and they go out into the, the real world thinking that those two things are the same and they're not. They're fucking not. They are not. Maybe a world detox day would be something that's healthy, you know? I'm a genius. That's a great fucking idea. You think we get on board with that? We got on board with honoring women. And think about how fucking far-fetched that was just even 60 years ago. You know what I'm saying? People were still batting around their fucking wives like a punching bag in the kitchen. Nobody gave a shit. You call the cops. The cops say, take a fucking walk and smoke a cigarette. Come back. And you know what I'm saying? If she doesn't understand that you gave her your grace, I'll smack the bitch. You know, that was the past. <laughs> that was what was going on. The cops would show up and be like, he hit me. And they say, why? He'd be like, she made fucking uh, mashed potatoes again. You'd be like, ah, well, you, you, you know, he's got a point. That was the past. <laughs> Not so long ago. Not so fucking long ago. And we got to the point where we appreciate women for an entire month. And it's not completely patronizing. I think people really in the month of March have considered the contribution of women and appreciated it and hopefully honored them. I, I got my girl flowers. I got my fucking girl flowers on Women's Day, March 8th. I got my girl flowers. Hopefully a lot of women got flowers, but it, it's not even just about the flowers. It's not this patronizing idea. It's just like we do have to acknowledge positive change. Because if we don't, we're just fucking lying to ourselves. I'm not saying shit is sweet. I'm not saying, you know, we don't have a fucking long fucking way to go. I'm not saying any of that. But there is a lot of positives, man. And we keep on focusing on negatives and we keep on dividing. Shit is just going to get worse. It's just going to get fucking worse. People used to be able to slap their wives around. Now we got a whole month to appreciate women. And I think in the future, it does sound far-fetched, I think we will learn to become more emotionally intelligent to a point where we gives us, give ourselves a break, where we learn to value each other, human being to human being interaction, you know? There's a parallel there. Women hate women more than anybody hates women. Women hate women more than anybody hates women. Let's be fucking honest. <laughs> women hate women more than any man could hate a woman. It's just real. It's just fucking the truth, you know? That being said, human beings hate human beings more than anybody hates human beings. I don't know if the aliens were real. They didn't come down and destroy us. Maybe that was the weakest psyop of all fucking time. They should have followed through if they were going to talk about aliens. Maybe the aliens are already enslaving us and we don't fucking know about it. And they're just making up all these global stories. I don't fucking know. Shit ain't adding up. I'm interested. Talk about the aliens again. Um... But thinking about it, it's like, yo, who hates human beings more than human beings? Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we do this to ourselves? We go and we kill chickens in the most inhumane way. We fucking have slaughterhouses that if you see the, the videos of this shit on YouTube, it will make your gut turn. Doesn't mean it's going to deter you from going to your local motherfucking pop Popeyes because they put crack in that chicken and it's delicious. What I'm saying is... We treat these animals so disgustingly inhumane. My daughter's two years old. She couldn't hurt a fucking fly, but she does. You understand what I'm saying? I take her on a walk, and she's just ripping petals off of fucking flowers violently, stomping them out. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way we actually treat other living organisms on this planet is brutal. But we don't hate these things. We hate humans. We hate humans. Why? 
Why? It's my Jerry Seinfeld. Why? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know why we do this. You know, it's like war is going to happen. But it's like the hate. I don't understand. I don't understand the hate. I don't understand the hate. I don't get it. I don't get it. We're one man. I, I, I do feel like maybe I was born too late or maybe too soon. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm probably right on fucking time. I'm probably right on time. And when I'm an old man, I'll be able to look back and it'll all motherfucking make sense. But shit gets so confusing to a guy like me. I, I look at the 1960s and it was crazy. It was crazy. Everybody was on drugs. Those poor fucking children that weren't raised by their parents because they was getting high and listening to Jimi Hendrix. That's tough shit, right? But I kind of relate to that cultural experience of like a revolution of freedom and the idea of exploring something that's radical in society. That's not where we're at right now. We're in a weird, funky fucking time. There's no radical revolution happening. You know, this generation doesn't have a an enlightening or like a cultural identifier. It's like, it's just events. We don't have like, you know what I'm saying? Like the 1980s was like, there was a a, a vibe to it. The 1970s, there was a vibe to it. The 1960s, there was a vibe. Every other decade had a vibe. 2010s, 2020s, it's just like carbon copies that are just like more and more peculiar and surreal. It's not, it's just events that we all are traumatized by. And it, <laughs> that's our identity. You know? In 50 years, the same way we look at the 1950s now and we just like stere- broad stereotypical view generalized view of what the 1950s were like grease lightning everybody had oil in their fucking hair and leather jackets the fawns that's how that's how we see the 1950s you know black and white tv cookie cutter houses and in in 100 years they're gonna look back at 2023 and 2020s 2010s and just say they were just fucking triggered they were fucking triggered human beings (laughs) that's our identity for the last fucking 20 years just triggered triggered that's what we are. That's what the fuck we are. We just hate. I hate you. I hate you. Triggered. Who's to blame for that? We all are. If you participate in it, if you are the maestro, if you're the puppeteer, if you're the puppet, we are all to blame for this shit. You know what I mean? I think that's coming to an end too, though. I really, I really do believe so. I'm not trying to get on my motherfucking align your chakras, uh, rub your crystals and you know what I mean? superstitious shit, you know what I mean, don't step on a crack in your mother's back, you know what I'm saying, somebody gonna blow out your mommy's back, I don't know what the fuck you believe in, what I'm saying is, I do think, it's just nature, human beings are the the most adaptable creatures in my opinion, it might not be physiologically, like in our recorded history, we can't really chart, you know, so much of of a physical change in the human species, but we can see how adaptable we are to times and to, you know, the revolutions of different industries and technology. We do change so rapidly. And I like to think it's an upward ascension. I really do. And I really do think we will get through this period of time 
better as a human race. I, I make jokes about artificial intelligence, and I do think we should have conversations about this and be concerned. But I, 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 it might just be the shitty thing that we have to go through. Just you know, people that are born nowadays, it's just shit luck. It's just shit fucking luck. You got to deal with all this fucking bullshit. It will get washed away eventually. It's just the, and then there will be a new evil. There will be you know a new good. The evil of the past is gone. Salem witch trials ended. People don't fucking persecute witches anymore. Maybe we should. Um, <laughs> people don't fucking. You know what I mean. Crack, it still exists, but is it wiping out communities? Not anymore. Things just stop after horrible, horrible decay of many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. We learn, and then a new evil arises. I think that's why it's that we're trying to anticipate the new evil. There's no way we're going to fucking see what it is. There's no way we're going to be able to pin the tail on that motherfucking donkey to figure out what's really going to be the new problem. And for that reason, you have to really acknowledge history for that. Nobody sees the thing that's coming. Nobody sees it. You know what I'm saying? That's not changing. And so it just only makes sense that maybe we avoid the problem of the future if we stop worrying about it. Is this motherfucking answers? Is this motherfucking philosophizing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what's better than being a genius, ladies and gentlemen? Thinking you're a genius. Believing you're a genius. No. <laughs> I guarantee you it's better. I guarantee it. I always wonder about that as well. Like, um, maybe it's a stereotype. I'm never... I was actually born in an insane asylum. Isn't that, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? The host of your favorite podcast, nothing important podcast with Matt Reyes. The guy named Matt Reyes was born in Bellevue Hospital. Now, it wasn't an active insane asylum, but I'm pretty sure the energy was still there, folks. Like, I'm pretty sure you get the symbolism here. What I'm saying is I've never been in an active insane asylum, but you always get these depictions of a crazy house and everybody's suffering. Everybody's suffering. It's all pain. It's all pain. It's all pain. And it's funny because it's like, is there anybody who is clinically insane and the symptoms are constant euphoria? Like, give me that shit. (laughs) I want to be crazy like that. Constant euphoria, like unlimited bliss, endless pumping out of whatever chemicals make you go, ah. Uh, when you leave it in. You understand what I'm saying, folks? It's got to be some, You know what it is? Because those people, people just call positive and they're probably clinically insane. <laughs> they're probably clinically insane. Like the guys that go on the fucking videos and they're like masters of their mind. I've mastered my mind. I feel no depression. I sit on a lily pad and float on a river. I am the Lotus. You know, those people, they might be clinically insane, but it's just positive symptoms. You know, who knows? Who fucking knows? It's all a joke. It's all a joke. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> it's funny to think about, man. I got a weird thought. I think I'll end on this strange thought. Um, I just thought about... Because like there's different forms of um, insanity. I think hysteria. Hysteria is... Let me look up hysteria. Hysteria, I think, is what the Joker had, right? 
let me let me let me look at the definition. Hysteria. Hysteria is a term used colloquially to mean ungovernable emotional excess and can refer to a temporary state of mind or emotion. In the 19th century, female hysteria, hysteria was a commonly diagnosed physical illness in both men and women. That is to, what did I just tell you, ladies and gentlemen? The world was violently sexist. <laughs> there was a, a state of mind, mental, uh, emotional excess it's a mental illness called hysteria, and they coined it female hysteria, regardless of the fact that men got it too. We've grown. Let's look up motherfucking hysteria. Um, it is assumed that the basis for diagnosis operated under the belief that women are predisposed to mental and behavioral conditions and in, uh, interpretation of sex-related differences in stress responses. In the 20th century, it shifted to being considered a mental Illness. Many influential people, such as Sigmund Freud and Jean Martin Charcot, dedicated research to hysteria patients. Currently, most doctors practicing medicine don't accept hysteria as a med medical diagnosis. I want to see the symptoms, historical symptoms shortness of breath, anxiety, insomnia, fainting, amnesia, paralysis, pain, spasms, convuls convulsive fits. This is a pregnancy. Uh, vomiting, deafness, bizarre movements, seizures, hallucina hallucinations. Inability to speak, infertility. Okay. Um, and men and women had this long range of... <laughs> These are all what happens to you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to read this again and I'm going to tell you how this actually happens. I'm going to tell you what hysteria is. And they said it was sexually related. Shortness of breath, anxiety, insomnia, fainting, amnesia, paralysis, pain, spasms, convulsive fits, vomiting, deafness, bizarre movements, seizures, hallucinations, inability to speak, infertility, all caused by not jerking your fucking dick off. I guarantee it. That's what hysteria is. I, this came into my brain because of the word hysterical. How, what, how, what is the correlation there? Hysterical. Hysterical, deriving from an affected uh, by uncontrolled extreme emotion. A band was mobbed by hysterical fans. Um, hysteria. So I was thinking about it in the context of like, oh, that was hysterical. I guess because laughter is an uncontrolled, impulsive. It's like convulsing. It is convulsing. It's literally what they just fucking... You know what I'm saying? So comedy is like madness inducing. That's what that is. It's like when you laugh, it's a joke because it's funny. It's your body convulsing. Like, it's true and I can't deny it. <laughs> That's fucking insane. That is fucking insane, you know? So the, the cause of hysteria can be comedy, like a joke. Imagine that. You know what I mean? That would be a good horror film. And you're like in the fucking woods and um, there's like some evil villain or not a villain, like an evil creature, mythical beast. And it's not like Faust. It's not some goat or man with goat pants and high heels in the, in, the, <laughs> in the fucking forest. But it's like, you know, maybe some personified animal that comes in and tells you a joke. And the joke is so funny that you lose your fucking mind. Imagine that one. I think I'm going to tap out, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, for anybody who's a continual listener to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to the Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.